Kia This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Time to come back to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. We've had a slight change of schedule today, so um, if you had been expecting in the first half to hear about everybody's clothing swap, that's going to be coming up now. Um, We had a chat to Richard from Mosaic, a support group for male victims of abuse in the first half. Of course, you can always catch up on SoundCloud or Spotify with later episodes. They usually go up a few days later. So I've been involved, actually, interestingly, we've got... so. Tim Foote, who's the other host who's in here today, had an idea about a year ago to make an, a, an inclusive clothing swap, and that's something that I got involved with, and so did my next guest, Rona O'Neill. Um, there's actually a bunch of us, we're organising a second one since last year's one was so successful, and earlier today, Rona came in, and we had a bit of a chat about that. So I am just going to pop on the file of what we talked about earlier today. Rona and I are part of a team who are working on a clothing swap, which is going to be coming up very shortly on May the 4th. That's Saturday, May the 4th. Um, I'll let Rona talk more about that. It's an inclusive clothes swap. It's the second time it's run. It's called Everybody's Clothes Swap. Everybody's Clothes Swap. (laughs) (laughs) So hi, Rona. Thanks for coming in. No problem. Thanks for having me on. So do you want to... Fill us in a little bit more on some details about what this is. Sure. So like Sadie said, this is an everybody's clothes swap. So it's an inclusive clothes swap. Um, It's taking place in Newtown Community and Cultural Centre on Saturday the 4th of May between 11 and 2. And yeah, I can talk about what what makes our clothes swap so different. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a special thing, you know, compared to other clothes swaps I've been to, so... Yeah, tell us about some of those qualities. Um, well, so it actually started when a friend of ours suggested that we run a clothes swap that really pushes the inclusive element because Wellington's an awesome place for sustainable fashion practices like Newtown and Cuba Street are meccas for op shops and stuff like that. And clothes swap seems to be happening every month, but they seem to only suit a certain demographic. Mm, like young, often it's just woman, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Young, young, skinny woman, <laughs> women. Yeah. Um, so we thought, you know, there's definitely a space for something a bit more inclusive, genderless, ageless, sizeless, whatever. And yeah, this was last November. We ran Everybody's Close Swap Part One and we were actually overwhelmed with the support and how stoked everyone was on the day and we just thought we have to keep running with this it's too good to not keep running with such a great day eh? like um, I was it was really fun too because I didn't actually know any of you guys yeah and we just kind of came together through Tim was kind of the common link and yeah actually Tim's coming in a little bit later um it's his first time hosting on B-Side Stories so he'll be here at 5 30 um and it was just kind of cool how we all just jumped in pulled together and this event came together yeah and of course there's always yeah there's always a lot of jobs you don't realize and it ends up being quite a big thing but I think it was worth it yeah for that incredible community vibe yeah yeah absolutely and that was it it's the it was the community aspect that got me interested in the first place and is Mm -hmm. keeping me in and even 
this time round, we booked the community centre with donated time bank credits. And we've got Common Sense donating some teas and milks on the day. And it's just beautiful. You know, the community vibe even in the creation of the event. And that's mm. before you're even hosting mm. the thing. And last year we had people that just showed up with baked goods because they just saw on the Facebook group that we were running a baking stall. You know, Vegan that, that is vegan. Oh, sorry, let's just, yes. Yeah. Um, Common Sense are donating <laughs> plant-based milks. It will be a plant-based event as well. So there's a lot yeah. going on, isn't there? There's a lot. We're taking <laughs> a lot of boxes, yeah. Yeah. For sure. It, it turned into a bit of a party last time, you know, because you had the vegan baking and yeah. there was... Everyone there was jacked on coffee. And, yeah, all just hanging out and having yeah. a good time at all ages. Yeah. And there was lots of kids there enjoying themselves and yeah. getting some amazing outfits. Absolutely. The, <laughs> my favourite item of clothing is a hat that I got at the close-up <laughs> last year. And I'm actually planning to wear a dress I got for my friend's wedding. Don't tell him though he's he's very into his fashion he'd be mortified if he knew I was bringing a close up uh, dress but anyway um yeah it was it was awesome and it was oh yeah we never even mentioned the koha aspect so yeah we've got a lot yeah. to get through actually yeah. so um so what have we talked about we've we've talked about um that there's been time bank credits so we're kind of affiliated with the time bank and actually it was really impressive because um, that was coming through my account and I actually had way more people wanting to donate yeah, than we needed. than we needed. Yeah. In the end, um, they get sort of driven and driven through. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, so that's really neat that people are so generous. Yeah. Um, we've talked about inclusivity and last time... So the, so the way it works is we have a Koha basket, yeah? Yeah. You don't have to pay anything to it, but if you're really happy with the stuff you get, then that's great yeah and you can pop a little something in there and last time that raised um money for inside out who well you tell me <laughs> you've got the blurb on inside yeah, out. yeah well inside out are an organization who say they they're working towards making aotearoa a safer place for young people of minority genders and sexualities so they're a support and ag- advocacy group for minority for gender minorities mm-hmm. um so yeah, they got we raised over three hundred and fifty dollars for them last time. Yeah, just from the generosity of people giving koha. Yeah, or they just really enjoyed the, the treats. Yeah, <laughs> and then we gave all of our leftover clothes to Auntie. Is it Auntie Dana's? Auntie Dana's. Auntie Dana's. Auntie Dana's. Shop. Yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. This year, we're going to be raising money for um, Change Makers, the refugee support group so mm-hmm. um, I'll g- give you a little bit on who change makers are for those that that don't know they're a rights based NGO um, based here in Wellington and they represent 15 refu- refugee background communities and they run all sorts of cool stuff hooies and support hubs research and advocacy and they've got programs like turning the curve which is it enables refugee background women to learn how to drive so they do all sorts of things and just with everything that's happened this year, it just feels timely to be raising money for something like Changemakers, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, as well as that this year, because we're heading into winter, we thought we got all sorts of stuff last year. We got toys, clothes, blankets, <laughs> shoes, everything. So we thought if we could just get some blankets and warm clothes together and have that as a separate collection for the women's refuge and the men's shelter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, given the time of year, that yeah, makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. So. And I know if you're like me, you've got a couple of jackets you never wear. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of appealing to, to that as well. 
Yeah. Great. So, yeah, I really hope that um, everybody's generous again with their kohara and we can raise some money um, for Changemakers Refugee Forum. I know they've said that they're feeling quite stretched at the moment after um, the Christchurch shootings. Is, um, I guess they've needed to do more counselling and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so that would be really great if we can help them out as well. Yeah. For sure. So the, is that through the blankets and um, what is that thing, coats? Yeah, <laughs> Is coats, that through blankets, down, downtown yeah. ministry or is it through one of those groups that, that those are going to be distributed? I am actually not fully sure how, <laughs> how it's been done. I know it has been sorted. We've, oh. we've got a big group of organisers and everyone yeah. is kind of the head of an area. So I, I'm not I sure. I kind of love it. You know, yeah. it's... it's um, a sort of almost an anarchist kind of <laughs> everything gets done yeah and it all comes together it all comes together absolutely and on that whole anarchy thing that kind of reminds me of so a lot of the it was the community aspect that drew me in and as well as that it was the environmental aspect so we've got a lot of environmentalists in our crew that are putting this together and for us this clothes swap thing is a bit of anarchy. It's breaking away, it's breaking that fast fashion cycle and it's promoting more sustainable fashion practices, which, like I said before, Wellington is is great for. It's got so many op shops and vintage shops and stuff like that. But this is really positively reinforcing a sustainable fashion practice with this whole clothes swap thing. Because mm. for me, the way I like to shop I will if I I try to not buy first hand but if I do I put money aside and get something that's quality but I'm also aware not everyone has that luxury not everyone can afford to invest in something quality mm. and I think that's where these clothes swaps create a great space for that yeah so buy less but yeah move it around yeah exactly buy less buy quality that's why mm. you can find this awesome vintage wear in these op shops that are going to outlast even some of the new crap mm. that you buy because stuff used to be built to last and it's not anymore. Yeah, but so, it is a real trip. I mean, I know I've been yeah. in positions in the past having to buy children's shoes Yeah, and they're so expensive and so you end up buying the cheap ones but then they fall apart a couple yeah. of months later. Yeah, so it's a tough one. Yeah, <laughs> it and is. that's the thing, you know, it's all well and good saying do your research on your ethical fashion brands mm. and buy ethical and high quality and that's great if you can but not everyone can. Yeah. So I think that's why it's important to push. If you're bringing stuff to clothes swaps, bring stuff that you would bring that you would give to a friend. Like bring the quality stuff. Yeah. Because you will be receiving some quality stuff as well. Oh, there was some amazing stuff there last mm. time. You know, like designer outfits. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I do remember that little girl who got the outfit from Paris. Yeah, it was like she a was Parisian label. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. A lime green suit, wasn't it, with yeah. orange boots that she also got there. Yeah, and this yeah. is yeah, this is like Parisian <laughs> high fashion brand. And that's that's another thing as well. It's if you're getting your clothes this way, your clothes have a story. Mm. You know, like my my favorite jacket I have is this jacket I got for $7 and it was the first thing I bought when I moved to Wellington <laughs> and I got it in Opportunities for Animals and I love it to bits. Yeah. And a friend of mine has these amazing overalls that her mother wore when she was pregnant with my friend. Yeah. Like their story, you don't get those yeah. stories from shopping in Glassons or Factory, you yeah. know, and you cherish your pieces. You know, you might be the only one with these pieces as yeah. well. And 
No, yeah. it's definitely. And it's also great seeing people taking your clothes. Like, because I ended yeah. up having a giant clear out last time, and I'm ashamed to say I've still managed to clear out quite a few this time. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, and just seeing people going, look what I got. And it's like, oh, that was mine. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be loved and cherished for, yeah. for hopefully more years. Yeah. 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 I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you were mentioning Opportunity for Animals, where you got your $7 coat. But yes. that's also where all the leftovers will go this time. Oh, yep, yeah, of course. Yep. So any stuff that we didn't get rid of or swap successfully mm. last year went to anti-Dana's. And this year it will be two opportunities yeah. for animals. So that's cool. And I mean, it's funny, last year we were, we had a token system last year because we were thinking, okay, people should, you know, take what they've given. Mm. And we wanted to make sure we had enough clothes to go around. The exact opposite was the case. Mm. Like people generally were bringing more than they, than they took. People are actually quite happy to get rid of their stuff if they know it's going to. And get a couple of good things in return. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we'll have, we'll definitely have plenty leftovers for opportunities for animals. And also, um, like... Hopefully people will bring down clothes they want to clear out just to keep them moving around. But if you don't have any clothes to bring down, you're still absolutely welcome. Please come. Yeah. You know, nobody's going to be turning away. Like, come down, yeah. take some. I mean, we had people last time we were just saying, come on. And because it was passers-by, it's like, come in, grab some clothes. Yeah. And yeah. people were stoked, like, really? I can just take some clothes? Like, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it's about. And, um, you know, from each according to what they can give kind of thing yeah. and um so yes please do come even if you don't have anything to swap yeah we'll be happy to we'll probably be towards the end just throwing clothes at you actually because yes. we had an abundance <laughs> last year and the code has absolutely not necessary either it's yeah. just um if you can and you know that's great yeah like sadie said if you're really stoked with something and you just want to throw five dollars into the yeah. code that's yeah that's cool yep just spreading the love and it seems yeah. like um, this is spreading the love in all different directions isn't it yeah <laughs> change makers and opportunity for animals and women's refuge and a downtime ministry yeah. who knows <laughs> what we'll do next yeah <laughs> tune in next season and no animals are harmed <laughs> vegan baking absolutely <laughs> no it's just great and I, I really hope that these continue and leave mm. the interest I mean the fact that we've got we were talking about this here now and I've also been approached by a Massey University journalist student who wants yeah. to talk about it because people are talking about sustainable fashion practices and they see something like this mm. and it's like yes this makes sense mm. so the coverage that we've gotten this time compared to last time I'm just like well maybe it'll be a national <laughs> thing by next season yeah <laughs> Uh, it's been interesting for me too. It made me realise how simple it can be to make people feel welcome too. Like um, <clears throat> last time we focused a lot on the sort of uh, gender diversity and because often it can be uncomfortable if you're like thinking, oh, am I supposed to just be a certain type of person and yeah. get a certain type of clothes or whatever? And actually it was as easy as saying this is for everybody yeah. and having um, gender neutral toilets Yep, and... You know, it's like, all right, and that's that's all we have to do for each other. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And I mean, we didn't even we had the gender neutral toilets, but people were just stripping off (laughs) on the floor if they wanted to. Don't worry, that's not mandatory. There are toilets, and there's changing rooms there too because it's actually in the theatre at um, the community centre. So there's uh, male and female changing rooms. Yeah, yeah, and we just 
ungendered them, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. We keep- I can't remember. We may have kept them separate just in case anyone was uncomfortable, but mm. there was also gender-neutral areas. Yeah, areas. areas. Well. But it was awesome. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it should be great fun again. <laughs> yeah. So does this fit in? You were talking about fast fashion and, and it being sort of activism. This is a kind of part of general activism for you. Do you have other... Does this fit in with other things you do? Um, well, for, like I was saying, yeah, it really is just, to me, um, I just want to save the planet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and this is maybe a very small way that we can, but it's this is part of shifting the paradigm, shifting the throwaway culture. Mm. Um, and that, to me, is activism. Activism can take many forms. And I could wax lyrical on the pitfall, the shortcomings of the fashion industry, specifically fast fashion. Like, it, it is the second most environmentally impactful industry, second only to big oil, which not many people... You don't think about that when you think of fast fashion. Um, But when you think, just for example, it uses a fifth of the world's water supply in the manufacturing of clothes alone. That's not even covering the fresh water that it pollutes with its toxic byproducts. And it's quite an unregulated industry. You know, you're talking like sweatshops in Bangladesh or whatever. Um, every, you know, anywhere yeah. else. And they're just pumping these chemicals from the factories, creating ocean dead zones, petroleum. Here we go. You got me on a rant. Right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so like a lot Good of the, the fast fashion stuff is made from polyester, which is petroleum based. And that's actually the leading cause of microplastics yes. in water. That's something I've only recently realised. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I'm putting that into the water when I wash Every time things. you wash, yeah, yeah. Every time you wash your stuff. So then, I mean, that's another thing, you know, it's, it's going back to, we can't all afford to buy these amazing organic cotton pieces, you hemp. know. It's, yeah. yeah, or hemp. I mean, yeah. My, my housemate last night said, I think we should all just have our own hemp uniform that we've made ourselves it's reflective of who we are as people yeah <laughs> it's just yeah I mean that would be great It'd definitely make my life a lot easier deciding what to wear in the morning but yeah I mean it's just it just feels so wasteful and you know we're all people are starting to wake up in a lot of areas you know and people are refusing their plastic straws and they're doing this that and the mm. other but actually your your wardrobe is a great place to start as well mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, one last thing: it takes five thousand gallons of water to make one T-shirt and one pair of jeans. Wow! You know that just puts that into context, and how many T-shirts and jeans yes. do people own? And then you know a new type of jean comes out, and you've got to get that one. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all quite odd to me. I mean, I tend yeah. to wear my clothes for twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, we're probably not representative. No. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah, I, I actually don't really have much of an interest in fashion, which probably helps too. <laughs> yeah, if it fits, I'll bang it on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, um, this time we're going to be making a little change, actually. Last time we had some feedback about the sorting of the clothes. That some oh. people said it was, um, especially if you're a larger size like I am, it can be hard sorting through piles and piles of size 12 clothing. Um, this time we're going to sort it by size, just mm. loosely. Yeah. But I think that will make it easier. Um, yep. So rather than sort it by type of item, although obviously things like shoes would be separate. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for me, that's going to make it a lot easier, I think. Yeah, for the rummaging. Yeah, and there'll be a kid's section. Yeah. 
and then a miscellaneous we had a very exciting miscellaneous <laughs> section yes. last time it had all sorts of things so yeah bring bring whatever once it's <laughs> once it's not like that's the thing we did have one or two bags of stuff which were a bit grubby and we didn't put that out mm. on the floor and I mean that happens with anything like this I can only imagine the crap that secondhand shops get yeah but yeah just just to reiterate you know if, if it, bring something that you would give to a friend yeah yeah, give it a wash if it's yeah, been and in if storage it's for ages. Bit mucky, give it, yeah, give it a wash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks heaps for coming in, Rhino. No worries. Thanks that for having really me. Good. Actually, yeah. I should just ask you as a matter of interest, I mean, you don't have a Kiwi accent. No. <laughs> How long have you been in Wellington? Um, three years now. Right. Yeah, coming up on three years. And where did you come here from? I came from Ireland. Well, I came here with nothing but a backpack on my back. I'd ran out of money after a trip around the world and this felt like the right place to be and it's it's home. It's definitely feels like home for now. So it was kind of chance, but now... Yeah. Now you're here. I like to think that's something, you know, the universe brought me here. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so another... Great Wellingtonian making Wellington tech, as is the B-Sides byline. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, Rona, before you go, um, actually, weren't you involved with Extinction Rebellion, which we were doing something on the weekend? Can you... Yeah. Tell me about that. Sure. We might as well just have a little couple of minutes on that too. Yeah, absolutely. Always happy for a good plug for Extinction Rebellion. Um, So for people that don't know, Extinction Rebellion is a grassroots movement that started in England last November. And it's a very exciting group of climate change activists. And um, what we want is for the government to start telling the truth about the extent of the climate emergency and loss of biodiversity and to draw down carbon to zero by 2025. It's a very big ask, but we have to aim high. And um, yes, so there's been, you may have heard of the stuff that's going on in London. They're doing it hard. There's been over a thousand arrests. They've been blockading six main centres in London City. The idea being grinding business as usual to a halt to raise awareness and to get the government to start speaking on this climate emergency. In New Zealand, we are growing fast and it's really exciting. We're not all getting arrested. We're not, we don't have the manpower, okay, good. <laughs> nor do we want to. Um, so we, on Saturday, had a human wave action where we stopped traffic on five different intersections around the CBD, all in areas that will be affected by sea level rise if we keep going the same way we're going. But it was like street theatre. It was awesome. We had mermen on cargo bikes (laughs) blasting music. Everyone from the age of 80 down to 8 were dressed as sea creatures. It was, and it wound up as this little party in Frank Hitts Park after. It was a very Wellington protest for sure. Wow. Yeah, um, and that was the main part of our week of action we also had an open night on the monday night with speakers from different areas of the climate change sphere Mm -hmm. and we also had a sour milk action at parliament on wednesday which was highlighting the detrimental effects that the dairy industry is having on our freshwater and we had mike joy the freshwater Mm -hmm. ecologist speak on the steps of parliament while about 15 of us were dressed as cows and we were burping away and getting caught in the grate and it was yeah it was awesome Brilliant. Yeah, so keep an eye out. There'll be many more actions to come. Okay, is there a website that people can look at? Yeah, so Extinction Rebellion um, Te Whanganui Atara okay. is the Wellington one, and there's Extinction Rebellion Atara. Um, mm-hmm. Just type Extinction Rebellion into yeah. Facebook, and there's many ways to access it. And we actually, the Wellington group, have 
meetings at Stillwaters, 372 Willis Street, every Saturday at 11. And we always welcome newcomers to come in and have a chat about what we do and why. Brilliant. Cool. Okay, something else to get involved with. Yay! (laughs) Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, at the end of that slightly shameless plug, but it's all for a good cause. So many community organisations involved. So just to actually remind you guys when that is again, it's going to be next, no, is it next Saturday? The one after. The one after, which is May the 4th, and that's at... 10 o'clock, no, sorry, 11 o'clock. Jeez, I've totally lost it, haven't I? 11 o'clock, going through till 2 o'clock. There'll be free vegan baking. There'll be fun times. Come on down, bring your clothes, or if you just want to grab some clothes, feel free to come down as well. That's at the Newtown Community Centre, and it'll be really great to see lots of people there. So it's been B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks, New Zealand On Air, for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.